The Last of the Mohicans is a 1992 American epic historical drama film set in the 19, in 1757 during the French and Indian War. I don't know if you can say that anymore. Can you? Can you say Indian War? The Native Americans, um, aren't they? Well, we're, we're referencing a, a film from the early 90s, so we can we we can be as as early 90s as we like. There was no cancel culture back then, so Indian it up. I just like to apologise for the white supremacy and racism that Brad is exhibiting right now. Disgusting, it was the French, behavior, Brad. wasn't it? it was, yeah, the French did everything. It's all their fault. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Last of the Mohicans. It was directed by Michael Mann and based on a 1826 novel and a 1936 film adaptation. The film stars Daniel Day, Shoemaker. And Madeline Hottie Stowe. Uh, it was released in the United States on September 25th, 1992. Uh, the Last of the Mohicans was met with positive reviews and commercial success during its box office run. It won the Academy Award for Best Sound, the only Oscar won by a film directed by man. Uh, <laughs> was it the sound of the girl hitting the ground when she fell off the cliff at the end? <laughs> that's what did it Oscar. for me. Oscar worthy. Uh, yeah. Split. Uh, Day Lewis re- received his second nomination for the BAFTA Award for Best Actor and a leading role for his performance in this film. Uh, it was the 17th biggest film that year. My God, Brad, 17th. That's, 17th. that's almost first place. That's but it won the Oscar places. for Best Sound. Let's not forget that. Wow. Hey, hey Bruce, can you get the tomatoes? And just chuck it against the wall. That'll make a good splat sound. Why are they British? I don't know. It's Michael Mann. It's American. Is he American? Do go on. Michael Mann? I don't know. I do have Uh, to point out that this is becoming a Michael Mann podcast. How many films have we done of his? uh, I think this is the second, and I had no idea he directed it when I I picked this one. Oh, my goodness. Well, do do go on then. You're interrupting. Um, so 17th biggest film of the year and it won best sound design. That's amazing. And it netted a worldwide total of over $143 million, which isn't really a lot by today's standards really. What what was the budget though? Does it say that there? I haven't got that here. If they spend $142 million, it's not a very successful film. Do you think they spent 142 million on it? Like they're no, just running I around think, in the backyard. Yeah, I think about eight mil, probably. Yeah. Uh, so critics said Last of the Mohicans is a breathless romantic adventure that plays loose with history and comes out with a rich action movie for it. Yeah. Yeah, loose with history is I mean, do you think Daniel has much? Native American blood? Or is he just a white man? He's British, isn't he? Take, well, there you go. Taking roles off of what could have been a Native American star-making Indian masterpiece. Well, he, he was meant to be a, um, a part Indian, wasn't he? Like a white mother or something. Oh, that's true. That's Based true. Touché. Yeah. So it all fits. Um, all right. 
But he's the um, he's the method actor guy, right? He gets lost in his in his parts. Is that correct? He re- takes a year to research his roles and uh, gets very involved in all that. Um, I heard he was considered. I don't know if he was considered, but the director of interview of the vampire said. I remember an interview. He said he he didn't choose. Daniel Day Lewis because he thought he had spent six months living inside a coffin before he <laughs> would would do anything. Being a vampire. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. he's a fabulous actor. He's one of the best actors around. Um, Is he? He doesn't really he? do a lot of movies to prove it. Nah, I think I don't know. He just makes faces. Jim Carrey makes faces too. Does he get Oscars? Oscars? Oh, he did, didn't he? I haven't Uh-oh. seen it in years, but I remember watching My Left Foot. That was like the break- breakthrough movie of his. And I remember like that was a really powerful film. I can't remember at all what happened in it other than was he that, had a left foot I mean, painted with it. It's another film where Daniel Day-Lewis is um, stealing roles off like Handicaps. real handicapped people. Yeah. Like I he, know. I mean, has he done a blackface role yet? Maybe he hasn't had the chance. Mm, mm. Or maybe, maybe. I mean, no. Uh, God, what's his name? What's Iron Man's name? Uh, Robert Downey Jr. did it first. Yeah. Robert Downey did uh, um, method acting in Tropic Thunder. Genius. You never go full retard. Which is what Daniel Day-Lewis did. Anyway. Yeah. Blonde-eyed, what was it? Blue-eyed, blonde-haired, Australian, playing a black man. Yeah, that's right. Future mm. episode. Yeah. Um, anyway, Robert Downey Jr., obviously some kind of fascist, white supremacist. Just makes oh, me great. sick, Brad. Makes me we've sick. Been, you know, been you de- know how woke been, I am. We've been demonetized now. I don't know, have we? Um, so, I would say, just starting off, we both watched this on Netflix. Um, mm-hmm. I had a lot of problems actually watching this film. Um, Why is that? Because sound, you're upset at the treatment of the American natives? I, I could give a shit. Um, <laughs> 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 no, um, yeah, I was just saying, it's one best uh, sound here, but. Mm. I found the talking was so quiet, I had mm. to turn it up, and then the music when it came in was so freaking loud in the sound yep. effects. Same yep. for you. I was the same, actually. Yeah, absolutely. And that might just, um, I don't know, isn't that how it was done in the early 90s? Like, dialogue, quiet, draw you in, and then this, flat out loud music. This This felt a little you know, over the top, even for that, like a lot of films do that, but this felt, yeah. I couldn't figure out what they were saying. And a lot of the things halfway through the, oh, I watched it twice. The first time, you know, when they get to that meeting where he comes into the village to, to try and get Madeline Stowe back and he's talking to the big chief mm. and, mm-hmm. they, and they start talking in, I think a couple different languages that I yeah. don't speak. Yeah. And it took me quite a while to figure out there's no subtitles coming. I have no idea what these people are saying. And so 
You know what? Uh, this, on did you solve that problem with your with your two viewings? I had the same thing. I was watching it and I was like, man, they're talking in Indian. Wow, this is a really in-depth film that they're not even fuck, they're not even giving me subtitles to understand. And then I went into the settings and put subtitles on and it was all there. All the Indian was uh, Indian? Am I saying the right term? All the Well, lang- Native Americans is the <laughs> proper language, you white supremacist. And and, oh. Oh, and, and and I think they actually have a name for their made-up alien language that they speak. I don't know. Right. Swahili. The I think they're speaking that, Swahili. All the languages that I didn't understand as an ignorant white fuck was uh, done in subtitles in white fuck English for me to understand. And uh, I wish I'd had it on from the start. Yeah, I, I got three quarters through the movie and thought I should have had this on from the fucking start because I have missed half of this film, seriously. And yeah, uh, yeah and then I, I rewatched it again today with uh, the subtitles on. And mm. I don't know. the problem with subtitles is you're looking down at the words, and then you, you know, when the film starts, you're not sure who's saying it. You know, you kind of get yeah. lost. And if there were boobs, you'd miss them. Oh my god, you would! Oh my you god, you would! Hmm. There's no subtitles what? for titties. How did this win an Oscar for best sound design? If you're missing out on titties, do we miss mm. on boobs? It's, when you have subtitles and boobs come on screen, it should say titties down the bottom. You know, a millisecond before they're actually on screen, so you can look up, so you can glance, so you can yeah. see everything. It should get a little arrow. A, a little, yep, directional arrow to just, just, just point your eye in the right direction. So you, you just flick up, and you don't, and you see everything. There weren't any boobies though. We missed out on. Well, we were reading subtitles. We'll never know. If, if there a- were titties <laughs> in Last of the Mohicans, somebody please email us and tell us because I'm not watching it again. It's very long. Uh. There was a bit there when I turned the finally turned the subtitles on, and the subtitle was speaking in foreign language or something like that. Like, Fuck, this doesn't help at all. <laughs> Do you love it when they bring up a subtitle? It goes music note, music note, music note. <laughs> that, that's it. Sweeping emotional music. Hard yeah. rock. No, that wasn't in this one, but they do that in other films. Hard rock bang. Do deaf people sit there and go, what the fuck is music? Wow, you're right. I mean, why are we just, telling them? Maybe it's just a vibration. Maybe they understand music through sign and or uh, coloured lights, like in Mr. Holland's opus, not a future episode of the podcast. It was uh, awful. The Rich, other th- Richard Dreyfus. The other thing was... There, I assume there was a sex scene about halfway through this movie where they had all their clothes on and they were kind of staring at each other doe-eyed and then they started hugging quite vigorously mm. and kind of panting a bit. I assume it was a sex scene. I mean, we all love a vigorous hug, don't we? Was it a vigorous hug or did they get it on? Oh, I mean. Early 90s, vigorous hugging was all the rage. Don't you remember those innocent days? Those innocent days when all you need was, I mean, there was one-armed hugging. Oh, your introduction to hugging. And then there was bear hug hugging. 
Whereas We're really not. When it's just hugging with all your clothes on, I get confused because I need at least side boob to figure out what's happening. I'm not an intelligent mm. person, Brad. Well, was was there firelight? Uh, there's, there's, yeah. See, it was cannon fire. Like, wow, but suggestive. That's that. Yeah, it was very suggestive. <clears throat> Explosion. Yeah. Yeah. Falling I guess, bodies. Oh, I guess like, the background for me was when this film came out. I remember there being a lot of hype. People really, really loved this film. And I missed it at the theater. And then I remember it came on television and I missed it. I, I went out that night. And when I went to school the next day, like it was Fuck, all need- anyone could talk about. Do we need to clarify for the fucking millennials listening that we used to only have three channels and you had to watch what they put on? And if you missed and it, you, you missed it? Yeah. I think we do. Please explain yeah. it. Well, I think I just did. But you didn't want to be the kid that missed, it was, it was a Sunday night, 8.30 movies. And if you missed that shit in the school ground on Monday, you were a, just outcast. You had to like yeah. eat your lunch on the step with... Jim Brooks and, uh, you know, just you weren't part of the conversation. So that's what happened to me. I was not part of the conversation. Everyone looked at me like I was the scum of the earth because I had not watched this movie. Uh And I've never seen it. And it's always been on my list of like, oh, man, I want to see that movie. It's like it's the film everyone was so excited about. And I watched it and I was like, I don't know. So wait, th- this watching it for this was your first time seeing the film? Never seen it before, no. Wow. All right. That's a good one. See, I my backstory, this was the first grown-up film I saw at the cinema. You know, I went from Milo and Otis to this. And I remember, fe- I, you know, I was like fucking 12 or whatever, and I just felt, oh, that was the best movie I've ever seen. Grown-up movies with action and death and love and wah. Everything stand was up great. hugs. Oh, stand up hugs by Canon Firelight. It was all. Oh, oh I loved it. Mm. And I felt like that was it was my transition into it. Adult adult movies is the wrong term. That came <laughs> much later, but um, you know what I mean. Like that going from kitty stuff to this is big stuff, and uh, I'd never saw it since then. So I'm going from '92 in the cinema. To watching it on Netflix. And you enjoyed I, it back then? I loved it back then. I thought it mm-hmm. was A1, right? I would have just rated it best film I'd ever seen at the time. Yep. Rewatching it. Fuck, it's boring. Jesus. I didn't enjoy it at all. I thought, what was fucking 12-year-old Brad thinking? You know? I, um, I get it. There was death and tragedy and love and... And then more tragedy and then more love and then like a fucking suicide. And so that was all like, oh, this can be done in film. Film's emotional. It's not Milo and Otis and two cats and being narrated by Dudley Moore and all that funny shit. This is like the real deal. But watching, yeah, it hasn't aged well. Or maybe I've aged poorly. That's true. Mm. That's probably quite true. Um. I was doing my research, as I do. Uh, I do my own research, Brad. Do you? Uh, Fucking idiot. 
You should let <laughs> researchers do research. I should just trust what people tell me. Was your <laughs> was your research on the internet? Was your research peer reviewed? Um, no, just I, I, I guess that it's I being, read on the internet. Yeah, it's being peer reviewed now. So tell us all about your research. Uh, okay, so uh, what I found out, I think this was Michael Mann's first um, film. Apparently, it was very slow and meticulous, and the film started going over budget. And so the studio sent people who would stand next to him, and after a while, they would nudge him and go, that's enough, Michael, move on. Like, he was shooting things over and over again. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to keep the film on track. I, I kind of think this is a three-hour movie that got cut down to two hours. There's a lot that just kind of it doesn't. The ends don't meet. You know what I mean? Like you I know, guess the young girl and the, she, su the suicide girl. The suicide girl. She winks. There's kind of like a little moment where she kind of exchanges a longing glance with the young. Native American fellow. I didn't say Indian because mm. I'm not a white supremacist, Brad. A wink. There's almost a little winky, winky, like, oh, if I was a year older, I'd be, oh, that kind of a thing, you know? Right, okay, a little, a little wink and a toss of the hair and a flick of the wrist, that kind of thing. Little, little, little mm. bit of the glad eye going on there, you know? Mm, glad eye's important, yeah. And then... You know, he gets killed at the end, spoilers, and then she throws herself off the cliff kind of a thing. And it's like, it's, just, it's, it's meant to be this big right. love story, but really mm -hmm. it's just a little bit of a wink at the beginning to set that love story up. The rest what? of the story's gone. Sure, but I mean, it was, uh, she had the potential to, you know, that was, that was, you know, an option for her, for young Blondie. And then... When she see, you know, he comes to rescue her, right? He comes, I don't know how he ran around the top of the mountain so fucking fast at the end, but anyway, he gets there and then he just gets killed. And then she's like, hmm, okay, I'm going to get violently um, manhandled by these savages for the rest of my life. Or, oh, Brad, are you calling them savages? I, I did. These are noble tribesmen. No, these, these, I mean, this. This tribe, they were the bad tribe, so I'm happy to call them savages. Oh, my God. You, uh, are, are you're you practically are you a rapist. Do, are you doing the podcast on your own from now on? <laughs> I'm just, I just got to point out the white supremacy every time I see it, Brad. Okay, sorry, sorry. These, the, the, <laughs> as bad, in, no, bad Indians is even worse. These, um, you get, these, you're going to get us Joe Rogan. These, <laughs> Savage. Well, we're not going to go there. These, these savage bad men. No, these these bad non-whites. No, these. I think they prefer the people of color now. Well, <laughs> but which color? <laughs> there's whites and there's everyone else, Delbert. <laughs> Well, when you go to, <laughs> uh, I'm going to stop there. I was no, I'm 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 going to leave this tangent alone. This is going to bad places. I was going to say at the beginning, is there any way we could get through this without saying something wrong? 
<laughs> no. When I started watching this, I thought, oh, God, I chose history, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're fucked. <laughs> we discuss <Yeah>. history. <laughs> we are. But, I mean, I'm sure we get a couple of strikes on on uh, Spotify, don't we? I don't know. It's all in, it's all in your name anyway. I'm anonymous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, there's a, there's another scene where, you know, when they when they escape the the savages the first time, <laughs> and they're in the waterfall. Well, well let's uh, if we pro- if we pronounce it savages, I think that'll be better. Can we just go savages from now on? It's a big fight, and they escape the uh, Native Americans, mm. and they're in the waterfall. And there's a scene oh, yes. where very lovingly and very tenderly Daniel Day-Lewis says, bitch, you're on your own, I'm fucking off. <laughs> and he just jumps out the waterfall. He's like, okay, you got to get raped, but I'll probably find you later. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why did they all jump out the waterfall together? Well, she's maybe because she's a woman and they can't jump through waterfalls. Yeah. And, <laughs> and beers. Beers can smell menstruation. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the beers smelling menstruation. That all makes mm-hmm. sense now. Now it makes it's Michael just, Mann knows what he's talking about. Big loving build up and I will find you. I will find all this romance and romantic mm-hmm. music going on. You're like, He's just fucking leaving her for no reason. He could just jump out. Why don't you just jump Bitch. out together? Yep. Like you're taking a chance together, aren't you? Yeah. You're dead that if chicks. you say you're possibly dead if you jump out of the waterfall, but you've got a chance with the waterfall. He made it. Yeah. But he's, he's going to find her, so it'll be all right. He's got a special set of skills. Does he? I think, I think you're thinking of another actor. Well, they're all the same, aren't they? Yeah. I did find it well done. I did think the music score was quite, it was good, but it was like a bit overpowering and repetitive. It was just like every now and then that one score would just pop up and just start pumping super loud. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, you know, when, when I was watching this and that, you know, even over the credits when the score came in, my, you know, my, my heart memory went, oh, I remember this. And I was yeah. soaring for a second. And then, mm. and, then the, and then the film kicked in and I went, fuck. But that score, yeah, it's great. But you're right, it just, it's a bit repetitive. It's that same. Um, Apparently it's a song and they bought the rights to it and they just took a melody from it and just blasted it over right. and over again. Mm. Oh, there you go. That's how you do it. Uh, I, I don't know about the historical accuracy. I watched a... Um, Actually, quite a while ago, I watched uh, some guy on YouTube did a fact check on this film, mm. and he said this film is basically bang on, like uh, historically extremely accurate. And then I've read other people saying this film is completely inaccurate, so I don't know what to believe at this point. Well, yeah, it's, it's history, mate. It's written by the winners. And oh, Michael yeah. Mann is a winner. <laughs> See that, Brad? <laughs> um, yeah. I was thinking it does say a lot of things you're not really allowed to say today. Like, um, 
it kind of points out that the Native Americans were choosing sides, and not all the tribes had, you know, there was you could go with the English or you could go with the French. If you didn't choose a side, you had no allies and you were going to get wiped out regardless. So you had the Native mm. Americans trying to figure out, well, who's going to win this war? We'll join with them and try and how do we leverage the best position for ourselves? Mm. It's something that gets lost in the modern conversation when people talk about these things. Yeah, because you don't I'm want glad to, it's don't... in films like this. Yeah, these kind of films will be cancelled. I'm sure they'll find something very wrong with it. <laughs> There's not enough diversity in it. Yeah. There was a couple of um, Native Americans that looked a little looked a little pale skinned to me. But mm-hmm. on the doing, whole. Were, were they doing red face? Yeah, possibly. Possibly. Do you, um, um, you, um, you ever see that episode of uh, uh, it was the Australian show, like Hey Hey It's Saturday, when they did red face with Harry Connick Jr.? That is one upset man. You should watch that on YouTube. Red face, Harry Connick Jr. That uh, it's shocking. Shocking. What do they outcomes. do? They paint him in a red face and Nah, and so it's a, it was like a, an Australian. it's a, hey hey it's Saturday, it's the uh, Australian um Saturday Night Live. And they had a regular uh uh skit called Red Face. And it was a bunch of white people boy going red face and then they do some skit. And then they brought it back, and Harry Connick Jr. was the the guest on the show. And they did this red face thing, and he's just like, "What the fuck is this? What the fuck are you people? You can't do this shit anymore." And like the host of the show, live on air, is like, "We done fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check it out." Anyway, there's no red face in this film. I don't think it is still frowned upon. I liked how they um, portrayed the battles. I found that were kind of realistic. You know, when the like the two generals meet on the field, and one of them mm. says to you, "Look, there's no reinforcements. If you carry this on, all your men are getting killed." And then he made like a more than fair deal to, to the guy, where it's like, "You guys could just walk out of here, dude. You don't have to die." Mm. And they kind of had this gentleman's agreement, or you know, it wasn't in a lot of films. Um, one side's just evil and they're doing ridiculous things, and the other side's good. And you know, it was I felt a fair portrayal. Like there was two generals yeah. who kind of had a mutual respect and kind of went, "Oh, this is the situation, dude," and they're just working it out. I kind of really um, like to see that in a film where it's more realistic. Not treating people uh, too emotional, you know. Is it realistic though? Is that how they did it back in the day? Like, or did they just shoot at each other from across the field? Or from did what they I understand, that that's that war, the warfare they did was extremely accurate. That's what happened, and that's the meeting mm. they had. And but then there are other sources saying no. So I don't. So know. it was all like, <laughs> I'd like to parlay with you, good sir. May we chat about? Yeah, I mean, what would they're on opposite. They're on opposite sides, but they're like, they, it's not emotional. You know, they're oh. like, you know, we're just trying to figure this out. Well, like if, if your gang of friends and my gang of friends decided we were going to fight and we, you know, like this day at 12 o'clock, we're meeting on the street and we're going to fuck you up. But when we got there, would everybody just scrap or would you and me go, 
Hey, do we really want to do this? Can't you just walk away? Can't you just walk away? Apparently they did do that. They did do that thing where two armies would meet and they would go, how about we just settle this, but you pick your best guy, I'll pick my best guy. We'll lose one one of us will lose a guy, but we'll figure it out and everyone can go home. I mean, if we just asked Hitler if he wanted to play rock, paper, scissors. (laughs) (laughs) Did no one think of that? (laughs) Yeah. Damn it. (laughs) What were we thinking? (laughs) I'm fine, try. (laughs) You lose, Hitler. Die, Scheiser. That's it. Two out of three. <laughs> I'm right, right. Fuck. <laughs> Three out of four. <laughs> I swear, uh, okay, you take one. the jewels. You go. I don't care anymore. Fuck it. <laughs> to the gas chamber. Oh no, I didn't say that. Yeah, apparently he was like Hitler was like rolling on um, meth and. Um, uh, not they had meth. meth back then. Uh, what's the other thing? I don't know. It's like know. Adderall um, amphetamines. He he was smacked up on amphetamines. And oh yeah, I'd believe that. Blasting yeah. it. He looked pretty fucking wired. Anyway, this isn't the Hitler podcast. What are we talking about? Last the Mohicans. Yeah. What's a Mohican? Uh, it was a Native American tribe. Oh, excellent. It's and the tribe they belonged in, and that guy at the end who chopped off um, Mugwai's head, he was like, um, I am. Mugwai. I am the last Mugwai. of the Mohicans now because his son died. Mugwai That's killed right. his son, and he was the last one. That's right. And and Daniel Day-Lewis was like a half-caste, so he wasn't a Mohican. Yeah, well, I thought he would have been a Mohican too, but apparently he doesn't count. Mm. You know what I really enjoyed in this film, and I thought they did really well, and it was visceral, but see, you know, felt realistic. Was the scalping? You know, when the there's that first, I think the girls are like cruising along through the bush, and then that pack of uh, savages comes out of the bushes, and they're like, you know, I know they're shooting at them first. That's right, they kill these guys, and then they come down and they just they grab the hair and. Slice, and it's not like you imagine from the um, I'm thinking like cowboys and Indian films back in the day, there's a scalping, and they either don't show it or it's like this perfect peeling of the head, right? And they take off all the hair, but in this one, it's just real like slice and yank, they're not taking off the whole top of the head, it's just chunks. I thought it was done very well, yeah. Yeah, only thing with that is, um. It was actually started by white people would scalp um, the natives because mm. they would get paid for every, you know, if you had proof you killed one, you would paid, so they would take the scalp. Oh, that makes sense. Take the scalp back and get a couple of dollars. And then, the, mm. but, so, so it was kind of a white thing to do. But after that started happening, then the Native Americans started doing it back to the white guys just to say, fuck you. So they did all both kind of do it from my understanding. Oh, right. Yeah. It's that, yeah. Great. Um, wow. So what else have we got here? We're, 
Okay, so if you had to double feature this, you're recommending it to oh. someone. Uh, what would you double Shit. feature this one with, Young Bradley? Damn. Um, well, I hadn't put much thought into this. You do yours, and I'll think about mine. Uh, I already put thought into this. I'm very prepared. Braveheart. Yeah, go ahead. Braveheart. That's a fantastic choice, actually. Yeah, historical. Um, yep. And, oh, um, yeah. The thing I like about all this is it's kind of. Um, well, there's another. Oh, I don't know if we should get into this. We'll get in trouble if we talk about history. <laughs> I think we already have, Dan. If we're going to get cancelled, it's happened already. Yeah. Uh, the film featured indentured servitude. Those uh, that family that k- killed at the house were uh, mm. previously in indentured servitude. That's something that doesn't really get talked about these days. Look that up. Yeah. Um, well, we like got to whitewash history, don't you? Yeah, you kind of do. You kind of do. Mm. Or it doesn't really work with certain narratives, but um, yeah, I, I like. I, I, I was pleased with a lot of the um, little. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll uh, double feature. I'm pulling it off the shelf. Uh, we've got. Uh, I'll keep it in the western. Uh, in the western field, I won't quite go cowboys and Indians, but I'll go. Last of the Mohicans, and then Dead Man by Jim Jamush with Johnny Depp. It's another like think piece about. What's the old West? So that doesn't work. This isn't about the old West, is it? This is about like the French. There ain't no cowboys in this shit. What am I doing? Well, Braveheart's anyway. not. That's true. Cowboys and Indians. That's true. It's just a historical I'm gonna, movie. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. Last of the Mohicans, and uh, oh, let's keep it Daniel Day. Let's go. Let there be blood. Why not? Brilliant. Fine, I suppose you're allowed. Yeah, I've done it. Uh, How'd you rate it? I just got a couple of trivia things we haven't brought up. I just oh Jesus! Interesting here. Um, uh, Hawkeye's real name in the novel is Natty Bumpu, but they changed it to Nathaniel Poe to avoid laughter from the audience. Apparently, Natty Bumpu. So they called him Hawkeye. Okay, yeah, that's that's manlier. That's like Michael yeah. Knight. Mm. I don't really see anything wrong with Natty Bumpu. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> so an IMDB, this got a 7.7. 7. Uh, someone gave it a 10, one of the greatest action films ever. Someone gave it an 8. Exciting and magnificent movie with overwhelming scenes and impressive scenarios. Uh, someone said six. Clearly, I missed something. And someone said six. All right, but had the potential for more. I kind uh-huh. of agree with all of them. <laughs> yeah, some bits yeah, are great, I- like the bit where he's running up the rocks trying to get to the girl and fighting through the other guys and uh, chopping people's heads off and throwing off the rocks. All that stuff is super cool, but mm. it felt like. Part of the story was missing for me. Yeah, I think it, it aimed for very grand, and it was at the time. But now it feels like a a TV movie, like a lonesome dove. Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, if I'm going, um, you know, out of out of out of ten scalpings, 
I'd probably twelve year old Brad would give it like a an eight eight or nine scalpings out of ten. But modern day old fuck Brad would give it a Oh mate, I'd barely get my blade out, probably four scalpings out of ten to be fair. Over to you. Really? Mm. I'm still going to give it a 7.5 scalp, so I think oh, it's wow. really well done, but there's some You will get paid well for your slaughter. Yeah. <laughs> I got seven and a half scalps. I'm going to oh, yeah. get me some whiskey and a comfort lady. You get like several coins. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh, so good. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. It's like a great film with bits edited out, I felt. Um, mm. Okay, good. Oh, we've kind of done Last that one, have we? Yeah, I'll check it out, people. Peace. Cool.